We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Wednesday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here this morning. Look at some college football, NFL television battle stuff, and frankly, some history that I did not know before uh, reading an article from Chris Vanini this morning. We will uh, discuss some of A&M's growing roster issues. They have injuries. They have suspensions. We touched on it yesterday, but a little more about that as uh, well. Some more NFL and whatever else strikes our fancy over the course of the next hour and uh, change here on the show with you. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. They, uh, Giving away seven Ole Miss uh, game day football jerseys, the official one straight from game day. Two more to go, Alabama, Mississippi State. And every purchase you make at the Blue Sky location here in Oxford gives you a chance to enter into that contest. So as many purchases you make, that many possibilities to enter and win a jersey. Also, lunch specials, remember, they come with any size fountain drink and bread. I believe today is tater tot casserole. If you uh, would care to partake in that, temperature's pretty chilly right now. We're going to warm up a little throughout the uh, day. We're in that part of the uh, the calendar year in Mississippi or in the south where it's 40 in the morning and then 87 at some point around uh, mid-afternoon. So that and more there at the Blue Sky here in Oxford. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. That number, call it. Ask for my friend Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done four times, what I recommend that you do as well. Let's hop into a Clark Ford, 662-257-1900. Uh, got some guests coming up in the next uh day or so they'll join on the rafters music and food hotline rafters music and food on the square in oxford great place to grab a burger a po'boy appetizers full bar great beer selection and more there at rafters on the square in oxford also rafters in uh, new albany and uh, a lot of shows up on the site uh, the davison igbenosan show brought to you by the college corner that's up collegecornerstore.com you can also find them on facebook and instagram two locations in the jackson area the uh, Troy Brown Show, presented by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. That is up as well. 
as is the Mason Brooks Show, presented by The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, or therogue.com. Um, I'll be taping with uh, Pete DeWeese tonight. Have that up for you tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Pete's Pigskin Preview, getting you ready for Ole Miss at Texas A&M. It's brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro, where they put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites, like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Check them out in Oxford or Ridgeland. And uh, might be having something announced here soon about Dead Soxie, but uh, deadsoxy.com, go there. Best socks you'll ever put on your feet. 25% off when you enter the promo code REBELGROVE. So we mentioned Texas A&M and their injuries, their suspensions, and more yesterday. A little bit has come out from that now. I was kind of looking for the uh, the article here. So there's three offensive linemen. We were looking at the snaps and things, but it's a huge deal because, I mean, you talk about just in general, teams not rotating much, be kind of your guys being your guys. There are ten combined starts out of those three offensive linemen that are injured for Texas A&M yep. for Saturday. The three suspensions are two players that all play. You listen to Jimbo yesterday, if you can get through it, because it is just words after words after words after words. Word salad. But he's not even really filibustering. He just talks like that. He always talks like that. I used to hate transcribing him when he was the quarterback's coach at Auburn. You're having to just pick and choose because he doesn't shut up. Oh, yeah, and if you don't use a recorder, you're – There's no way you're going to keep up with that. hopeless. I – it felt like, in his way, he was pleading with his team this week. He, it, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm fascinated by Saturday just from a standpoint of Texas A&M's, I guess, efforts the word, but their give a shit on on Saturday because I don't really know where it stands. They could, they could rally one more time and Ole Miss catch whatever A&M's sack of hell ability is. Or they could lay down completely. And I don't know where it's going to fall on that spectrum because, I mean, the expectations going into the season are completely over. They have injuries. They've got all sorts of locker room issues with suspensions and kids doing stuff. The freshmen starting to rebel a little bit. I mean, look, that's an NIL part of this too. That yep. freshman class comes in and they get all this money and all this notoriety and you don't play or you're losing and you break a few rules and you get suspended. And suddenly that becomes Thunderdome a little bit from a locker room standpoint. And it's not and quite November, but we're getting close. The doldrums. You can smell November from here. And uh, November in today's era, and this is a new thing, but November, the end stands for NIL. <laughs> you know, you've gotten your deal for the most part probably already blown through a lot of the money for being real time to start thinking about that portal you hadn't used it yet because the portal brings what a new payday it does a second contract and maybe this time you're thinking you know i'll be a little more judicious with my money this time because i was 18 they handed me a bunch of money and i bought some cool shit but it's gone. And, and now and now they're yelling at me, and I got suspended because I smoked dope in the locker room. Yeah. And I'm not the only guy that smoked dope in the locker room. There were other guys. That, I'm the guy I got caught. I got caught. And in his head, maybe I got picked on. Maybe I'm, I'm – I'm, Maybe I got ratted out for yeah, a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you told me I'd be starting, and I'm not. And we were sixth in the country 
Not the sixth in the country. We're not so sixth anymore. Hey, play hard, guys. We can go to the Belk Bowl. Or sorry, the Duke Mayo Bowl now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. It's interesting. It's fast. It's it's it's. Look, I, I'll say. I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. It's a must-win game for Ole Miss because if you don't win this game, you got questions. Because if you can't beat this team, you got problems. Because this is of the teams that Ole Miss is playing the rest of the way. This is the worst one. This is the most torn up one. Um, Alabama's Alabama. If you listen to Pittman, Arkansas is getting healthier. And Mississippi State's been fine this year. They've been very steady. They're fine. They've been very steady. Yeah. Not most, judging them because Alabama beat the hell out of them. Alabama beats the hell out of most everybody. Yeah. I'll throw that out. I'm like you. I've, I've seen yeah. it for so long that I'm like, oh, okay. You got beat by Georgia. You got beat by Alabama. I don't care. Throw it out. Yeah. It means nothing. This is the most winnable game. I'm not saying this is the only winnable game. No, it's no, not. no. This is the most. If you put the games on a because they're put, not because on offense they're not even outside of a chain, which I understand that's how was the play, but sure. they're not even that talented offensively at this point because they're banged up and the, the quarterback situation is crap. Well, they're either going to play the kid who's not very good, or they're going to play the heralded freshman, the kid who's never played, who hasn't played. Right. Either way, you should win. Haynes King, Haynes King scares you. Why? The Wegman kid's good, but he hadn't played yet. No. Like if Ole Miss rolls out Marcel Reed next year and goes, here, go for it. I mean, I'm going to be like, I'm kind of betting against you for a minute here, pal. Nothing personal. Just first starts in SEC mm-hmm. as a true freshman don't typically go great. Johnny Menzel lost his first two. Just typically, lost LSU doesn't, in Florida. typically doesn't go great. Now, he's got some talented receivers, one of whom is – it's no secret is getting in the portal. Sure. I mean, you know, Evan Stewart's not staying. And and I guess my point here is, like I said, Alabama, I mean, Alabama, A&M is good defensively, or they are talented defensively. There's, It's debatable how good they are but They're at times. pretty good. Yeah. They're pretty good. Their I numbers, mean, State scored 40-something on them. But, but their numbers are pretty good yeah, they all are. in all, and they're very talented. Yeah, D- they are. DJ's a good coordinator. And they can give you a lot of one-on-one matchup issues, which is Ole Miss's problem on offense is one-on-one matchup issues yeah. on the edges and different things. But Ole Miss also does maybe as good of a job as anybody in the country at scripting. And that feels like the story of the game for me because while LSU regrouped itself – all the calamity around A&M right now, if Lane and Y script well and they get two scores to, mm-hmm. to whatever and you're up 14-3, I mean, it will take every bit of perseverance that is possible in Aggie land to come back from that and not go, ah, screw it. Oh, no, I don't think they would come back from that. Yeah. LSU's been coming back from deficits. Because, frankly, A&M gave a little bit of a fight and then, I mean, they never could even pick themselves up off the mat against Carolina last week. And I get it was 17 nothing in six minutes, but – that was not an inspired effort no. from A&M last week. No. At all. No, the first 10 minutes of the game will tell us a whole lot, as it usually does. Sure. Yeah, I mean, LSU is one of the few other ways where it told us nothing. Um, no, but LSU had been coming back from deficits. And, and literally and what they've done all year. They've done it all season, and, and they've played with a lot of resilience, and they've been they've been tough. And we've been saying this, Brian Kelly, teams get better. Over the course of a season, they always do. They always have. They probably always will. The line has not shifted, has it? It still has stayed. 
I pretty looked, much where it was. I haven't looked this morning. Uh, I'll Best I can tell. I haven't. I haven't. Let's see. Uh, sports book. Go to odds. College football odds. Looking for the Ole Miss Texas A and M line, which is be down here at the by still two and a half. Hadn't t- hadn't moved at all. Money lines moved a little bit. Ole Miss is now minus one forty. Texas A and M's plus one twenty, but those are not big movement. That just tells you that some money's coming in on Ole Miss. But the over under is still fifty five. The line is still Ole Miss minus two and a half. Kentucky, hey, the Kentucky line's gone down. Kentucky now a 12-and-a-half point dog. It was 13-and-a-half? It was 14. Is that simply because of Tennessee's uniforms or something else created that? I, I don't know. Am I losing my uniform capital by saying I actually kind of like them? No. I kind of like them. Right before Halloween, they're great. I like them. I'll tell you who does like them. Recruits and players. Recruits love them. I like them. I, I'll be honest. Like I don't want you to wear them on Labor Day. But considering the week, yeah, I'm, I'm all in. I thought Tennessee, which, you know, I'm not usually one to give a ton of credit, I thought that that was really, really good. I mean, nine and a half out of ten on those uniforms. I agree. All in. I mean, look. I, I got no issues. They're just, there just aren't many schools that can do the uniform tradition thingy without me rolling my eyes at them. And Tennessee's not one, and so they don't pretend to be. So have some fun with it. Break out the pewter, break out the black. It actually shows you a lot about their administration is that Tennessee used to pretend to be. Sure. And they went, ah, hell with it. Okay. I mean, they have some traditions. You hear the song and you know who it is. Yeah. Walking horses and the power tee. Run through the tee and all the stuff. The uniforms or whatever. It's an orange uniform. Have some fun with it. It's Halloween, black and orange. Big game. It looks like those stupid, terrible candies. It does not look like candy corn, people. Candy corn is not black. No. I keep hearing that on the internet going, they're candy corn. No, they're not. Candy corn is orange. They're oh, wait, orange and yellow. They're, that's not what they're doing. There are people, it's those dumb wrapped candies that are black and orange that are chewy. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's yeah. like the worst Halloween candy in the yeah. country. There are people who will die on uniform hills, and I, I don't understand why. I, I don't get it. I mean, hey, all power to you. Do what you got to do, but no. What time is this game? Six? Six. Yeah, I'm all in. Kentucky's going to give them a game, right? I think. I, but I'm not I, sure they're winning. But Look, Tennessee might blow them out, at which point we go, hey, Tennessee's really, really good. Beat Alabama. Blew out LSU yeah, and Baton sure. Rouge. At some point, you got to tip your hat. I mean, let's all get ready for next week. Because holy shit. Tennessee, Georgia. Here we go. Where's it at? Athens? Athens. That's helpful for Georgia. Quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, I think Tennessee's defense is finally going to cost them here soon. But at some point, you give credit where credit's due. They're really good. Josh Heupel's done a terrific job. Uh, yeah, we'll rank candy some point. Um, I, no, candy corn's the worst. It's it's the worst candy in the country. It's that or those black and orange things because those black and orange things also go together. You never see just the orange ones or just the black ones. They're always together in. As Ginger says, some 80-year-old's basket they're giving out to the kids for Halloween. It's like that in Warler's Originals. I mean, like, it, yeah, it's... Yeah, it you know, like what You like butterscotch? It's okay. Okay. Is it terrible that I don't hate candy corn? 
I don't love it. My weird take is I don't hate circus peanuts. Everybody goes crazy. Those are the little marshmallow. The little banana flavored orange yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I don't mind those. I actually kind of like them. And most people hate those. I don't really like those. Yeah. I mean, there is a segment of people that think candy corn is very underrated and a pretty good candy. I mean, it's it's a smaller, it's a minority, but I didn't say it's it not good. completely a yeah. fringe thought. Like, I just don't, I, I never, I never have a handful of it and go, that's the worst thing I've ever eaten. It's always like, yeah, whatever. Are you tempted when um, when your daughter brings brings home the jack o' lantern or bag full of candy? Are you going to dig through it and sort? I'll be pretty militant and avoid it, but yeah, I'm very much tempted. Now it depends what it is. There's only three or four things that are really going to tempt me, but if those are there, yeah, it's, it's hard to completely avoid it. Just peanut butter cups. Well, that that Snickers. Um, Hardly anybody does it, but you know, my, I mean, as we've done on these candy rankings over the years, Mr. Good Bar is one of my favorite things. So if those are there, those are really that's hard for peanut. me. It's the yeah. peanut chocolate. Yeah, that's that good. is very hard to it's for me good. to ignore. Um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, as we said, you judge people by well the candy they give out at their house. Are they giving the good stuff? Are oh, they for not sure. giving the good stuff? For are sure. they? You got the one house that's doing the Reese's peanut butter cups and the Snickers and all the stuff, and you got the other one that's doing like. Now and laters and gobstoppers and stuff like that, and you go, no, come on, like, let's let's not. Ike and Mike's. My thing is like in the neighborhood when the neighborhood kids come by. Especially, we're not doing the candy thing now. We're gonna move on. I'm just, I'm. We'll. When the neighborhood kids come by, it's Monday night. We're, we're, we're running close. Out, we're running out of shows before yeah. we start talking Halloween. I don't. I like to give the good stuff to the neighborhood kids, the little kids who show up at six o'clock like you're supposed to, like six thirty, right? Oh, but when they start the bus loads that unload at eight, I'm like, man, you have two. You have like tears to. I your... believe in having two different types of having the good bag and the oh come on bag. Oh, like, what the hell? Why are you doing this at eight thirty tonight? You're not getting a Reese's peanut butter cup at eight forty five. No. Now the little the little kids across the street when they come over, yeah, yeah, of course. Here, here's here's the good stuff. <laughs> I see you. We're all in this together. But when you unload your bus full at eight thirty, when half the people have, they're out of candy, and you're like trick or treat, you're like shut up. And it's, and it's high school kids, not even in costumes. They're just like uh, I'm dressed up like me today. What age did your stop? Middle school. Okay. Yeah. Getting an apple at 8.45. Protein bar. We've had to dig through protein bars. In the- oh, really? oh, yeah. We ran out. Had way too much last year. Because, I mean, I knew it was going to be bad and a lot, but I wasn't sure just how bad. And it, it was... Like I think at the end it was like a couple people were just around was like, Hey, have a bag of candy here. Literally, just take it. Yeah. I'm I'm usually responsible for doing the Halloween candy. I will probably like buy a big bag of like double bubble or something. Mm-hmm. And for the late here's a piece of gum. Yeah, I think take it was I, look, I could be wrong and somebody could be rolling their eyes. I think we went through fifteen hundred pieces last year. Wow. Something like that. Yeah, it was a it was a lot. Something like that. This neighborhood's kind of it's gotten older now, right? It's gotten a little older. Yeah. The kids have gotten older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm, full-size bars and ring pops. 
Well, you are. I mean, full-size bars, you're trying to win the Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really want to win Halloween. You don't want to win It's not the trophy I want. <laughs> you want to be respectable. Uh, yeah. Where, where, where the kid doesn't go home and go, God, that jackass. Yeah. The McCrady's, they yeah. suck. <laughs> I mean, I don't want that. Literally, when they're leaving the driveway, go. Now, don't worry about it. Just yeah. go to the next house. But you, I don't. But don't I don't want them saying, "Hey, next year we got to tell everybody they need to stop there." Because I don't want that either. Yeah, she says we don't get very many, and it's a big hill, so we give out the good stuff. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. If you climb the hill, you get the full size Snickers. That's that's the way we're doing this thing. I dig it. It's all it's all it's all all good. Oh, Lord. Podcast brought to you in part by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and the upper med sink. Fee prescriptions the same day each month. Take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with GNM. They also individually package your medications for those who need that extra step. It's great for a loved one or yourself that needs the doses and the times put into a very uh, easy-to-maintain manner for you there with GNM or Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. So to switch your prescription services over to GNM, one call, that's all it takes. They take care of the rest. Again, that's 662-236-2222. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just a dollar. Every item starts at just one dollar. Shop now at astock.bid, download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. We're brought to you by uh, Solutions Rx. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison right here in Mississippi. If you take uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol medications, sometimes they can cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support to put those vitamins back into your body to help with those side effects, helping you stay more compliant, taking your medications, helping you stay healthier over the long term. Solutions RX is available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including all across Mississippi or their website, solutionsrx.com. Just type in the promo code OEP at checkout and get 10% off your first order. Also brought to you by Hawkham Portable Building, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkham, Mississippi. They'll custom build your building to your specifications, however you want your carport, ATV, or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings. Hawkham can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors. Hawkham makes it happen. In-house financing is available, free delivery and setup within 75 miles of Hawkeye, 662-226-2233, or go to HawkeyeBuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Hawkeye Portable Buildings. Still a couple of football games left in Oxford next month, Alabama, Mississippi State. You want to tailgate uh, a level of service like none other. The 7 South tailgating team is passionate about serving fellow Rebels. It shows if you use their service once, you'll never tailgate without them again. 7SouthTailgating.com. Just go there, submit a request, and get yourself set up. Speaking of the Grove, you want Game Changer patches in the Grove in November. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. It's GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Sometimes it's tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. 
Ready to learn how to find your own solutions? There's no better feeling. Therapists can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small life comes at you. And therapy can help. We've talked about it before where maybe you talk to friends, family members, but they have preconceived notions. They uh, have their own emotional investment in your problems. With a therapist, you get a clean slate. Somebody will just listen and help you work through your problems to feel a little less stressed, a little more confident, and more. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapist at any point. You can turn your camera on or off, whatever it needs to make it as comfortable as possible for you. So if you want a better problem-solving situation, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com MPW to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com MPW. No, I think Drinkwitz likes to be liked so much, he gives out really good Halloween candy. For sure. No, I, I bet there is nothing but good stuff in that in, For in, sure. in, in that bag. Like exceptional. Yeah, I mean, you might get like king-size stuff and family packs and, and yeah. things. I mean, over the top. Yeah. He's going to need you to go home and talk about the football coach. Yeah. You won't believe what Coach Now, Saban would tell you he didn't even know it's Halloween. Right. So, we don't know. We're, we're locked in. He's so so focused on have no LSU idea. that <laughs> I don't even, I have no. What are you, what are you talking about? Halloween. I don't have time to talk about Halloween. We are focused on third down packages right Somewhere now. Somewhere in the middle of Saban acting like he doesn't know it, and Leach talking about it for thirty minutes is the right happy medium in there. Just yeah. so, somewhere in the middle is 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 what this needs to look like. Yeah. I, I'm going to assume Kiffin's house gives out candy, but I bet Lane is not home. Okay. Is that a decent guess? That's probably fair. I think that's probably correct. Very possible that Landry or someone is giving out candy at his house, but that's my guess. Who knows? So, I know you saw some of this. I wrote a story this morning from Chris Vanini, and... Again, just give it a little history lesson because maybe I'm the idiot and maybe everybody else knows this. I had literally no idea until this morning that any of this was true. So this is a tipping off point from the conversation we had a little bit yesterday pertaining to Black Friday and ESP sorry, in the NFL doing an Amazon only game starting on Black next Friday. Season. Yes. Right. Um two o'clock central, three o'clock Eastern, I believe, is the um the time frame for that game. And a couple different things as we get started here said that um, the NFL is obviously this is reading from Chris, and I'm going to be reading a little bit of this, but I think it's important for context. It says NFL is obviously the king of television. They had 75 of the 100 most viewed broadcasts on TV last year. College football had six. Only the Olympics can compare. They had 11 of the top 100, and there was not a single one from NBA, MLB, or NHL among the top 100 things on TV last year. Think about that a minute. 75, 11, and 6. I mean, the NFL just... It also tells you that of the 100, whatever was sports. Think about that. Yeah. I don't know what the other things were. I mean, maybe like a presidential or something, but like I, otherwise I have no idea. Like, I don't even think about that. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. 75, 11, 86, 92. 92 of 100 were sports-related. Live broadcast. I don't even can't think of what else would be on. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I, mean, I guess in a typical year. Maybe I mean, we're not watching Flipper like we did in the 60s, so I don't know what the Mm-mm. what it would be. So William Mao, who's a senior vice president of global rights at Octagon, he says that – 
College football is obviously the number two sports property in the United States, and it only went resonates inside the top 100 outside the NFL. But when things got started back in the 50s and 60s, the NFL plays on Sundays because they wanted to avoid college football. It was completely reversed. College football was the more successful product, and the NFL started playing on Sundays to get a weekend spot but not mess with college football. Now, we see how that's changed over time. And this is the thing, and I'm going to be as quick as possible here, but again, I just had no clue. The Sports Broadcasting Act of 1961 is the reason for so many of these things that is going on today. The law was passed by Congress, signed by JFK, and it allowed the NFL to pull its TV rights into a single entity in collective bargaining that way. Their argument was, because at first the Congress was trying to stop it. Congress said that actually hurts everything because it doesn't give a team a chance to actually compete for its own money. You guys are being antitrust prohibitive here in, in, in doing this. The NFL argued, no, this actually is letting our smaller franchises survive, and otherwise we're going to have complete disarray inside the NFL. There's a quote in here that had this not passed, Green Bay would not have a football team today, that Green Bay would have completely died with the Packers if this did not go through. So this all gets started in the Congress. It ends up going through whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, what happened then was that college football got a little freaked out by some of these different things. And um, they wanted to make sure they had a stake in what their days were. So there was a 1961 letter from Wyoming Athletic Director Glenn Jacoby to a Kennedy staffer that laid out the details. Um, this came from the JFK Presidential Library Museum. And he wrote that the bill had a small exemption window carved out to protect college football as well as the NFL. From noon to 6 p.m. on Saturday and from the second Saturday in September to the last Saturday in November. So 12 to 6 through November. There could be no NFL games in those windows. That was protected for college football in that six-hour stretch. Basically protected Saturday afternoon. Yes, that was our time. Con- told the NFL, congressionally. If you want to play on Saturday night, go for it. Yeah. Well, then college sports leaders wanted to expand that protection. So Jacoby wrote, the Wyoming AD, that the window should last from noon to midnight on Saturday because many college games are played at night. He also asked the window to extend to the second Saturday of December to account for early December college games. He threw in a couple tickets to Wyoming's game against Utah when he uh, asked for this this help. They wrote back that, yes, there is support for this, and they uh, did protect um, in that way. They also extended the start of the window to 6 p.m. on Friday, and this is actually important. So they extended it to 6 p.m. on Friday to protect high school, high school football from, um, from the NFL. So until midnight Saturday, they had college – Friday night as well. So NFL cannot congressionally have games between 6 o'clock on Friday night to midnight on Saturday. I guess local time or whatever that situation looks like. Sure. Got signed into law on September 30th, 1961. So essentially, that's why our calendar is as it is. Monday night football only exists because it did not mess up the window that Congress had already established for the NFL because the NFL couldn't play on Friday night and the NFL couldn't do anything on Saturday. Now, that's gotten shifted some over time with those late games and late in the season and things, whatever. But for the most part, this structure is still set. And they believe that's why Amazon even picked the 2 o'clock thing for um, the games on Black Friday is it does not impede into that 6 o'clock window that they can't do on a Friday night from that standpoint. Now, the other side of this thing and why this is a story is that college football is also struggling a little bit because the way when this college football playoff goes into effect, the quarterfinal games are going to be going up against the NFL. 
they have found no way to avoid that for the most part. And the college football playoff games in the current structure for the quarterfinals are going to be on some day that there are NFL games. And college football is going, oh, hell, is that no matter what our game is, we're going to be impacted in some way. Oh, sure. Because at this point, there's only been one head-to-head matchup between college football and the NFL in the last how many ever years. During the COVID season, because of the schedule getting all screwed up in different ways, uh, I'm looking at it here, looking at it here, looking at it here, trying to find it, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. By the way, uh, just a quick aside, the stipulations require the NFL to not be able to play on those days. College football can play on Friday night and screw up high school football. It's only NFL that can't do it on Friday night. So just a little thing there. But it was the SEC championship game a couple years ago is the one time for 2020 that this has happened. So Sankey says um, here, he did say the SEC viewership was strong against the NFL in December 2020 when the pandemic extended the college football regular season. The SEC championship between Alabama and Florida had 8.9 million viewers on CBS while competing with the NFL. That was the game's lowest viewership since 2006, however. In part, due to the competition, it outdrew the Packers-Panthers game on NFL Network in that same slot, which had 5.61 million viewers. Still, it showed that the NFL, on a crazy number of fewer households, still absolutely impacted the SEC championship number on CBS. So, CBS was always going to have more viewers than NFL Network. That's just a that's a function of broadcast television versus NFL Network. But it did show, hey, got to be really careful here because they have issues where this quarterfinal round either goes on Thursday or Saturday against the NFL or Sunday or something, and they don't really know how to fix that to make this all make sense, including there's one scenario out there that has not gained considerable traction, although they have until 2026 to get this right, potentially moving the season up and starting sooner and playing conference championship games on Thanksgiving weekend. So starting a week or two earlier and getting all conference championships out of the way by Thanksgiving. Tyler and I talked about this, the whole week zero thing, making that a – instead of a a week where there's five or six games where it's a full slate. You could speed it up. I mean, you could – if everybody played – a game on the end of August. I mean, you could get games in. I don't. Again, we're 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 completely. You know who we're completely screwing here? The people who go to games. Oh well, yeah. I don't. Nobody even cares anymore. Frankly. I mean, you get that. You get another hot game. Really hot. Oh. I mean, we all live down here. Yeah. Nobody enjoys August twenty fifth. Let's go to the football. I mean, game. August twenty fifth. It feels good at the beach because you're jumping in the water every thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel good sitting in an aluminum stadium. No, you're not thinking about the players. I don't know. It's particularly safe. Hey, three o'clock, August the twenty seventh, in Oxford or Baton Rouge or Knoxville, but it's TV. In college, what they know, and I'm reading the story as you're reading it. Because doing this would also allow them to play the quarterfinals on that Saturday protected. Yeah. See, that's the catch here. Again, back to that congressional thing. 
it's only through whatever of December is the way that Congress law second, was. Second weekend. So once December. you get outside that, that's why the NFL plays some of its regular season games on Saturday late in the regular season in that week 15, 16, yeah. 17, 18, because it's outside the window and they can do that. See, I had no idea that's why that happened. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, didn't either that. until today. So moving it up would allow college football to stay inside its window and keep the NFL from just going, hey, we don't care about your game. We're still going to go play on those games. I just don't. think the weather is going to make this where you just can't. I think you just do it. You compete against the NFL. You understand that you're going to lose some degree. But what you're saying is for them to make a national decision based off Texas and southeast temperatures. It's hot everywhere, though. It is, but it's less hot in Michigan. And but I mean, Lincoln, there. Nebraska at the end of August it's is still hot. hot. Yeah. I mean, Omaha is hot as shit. That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, been there. June. It's hot. So... I mean, it's a good point, Harvin. I mean, you're already being funny. Yeah, I mean, a 3 o'clock game on August 25th in Gainesville, Florida. Scorching. It's ridiculous. South Alabama, you live there. Mobile on August 25th at 1 o'clock for a kickoff? No, thanks. In full pads? On turf? All these schools have turf? Yeah. I, I mean, you would seriously have to do some manipulation and play night games. In the South. You would, but then the TV people are going to say, but what do, what do you want us to do? Stream seven? Yeah. We're paying all this money. It's, it's Look, it's the, it's the conversation we had at the beginning of the year. Why was the Tulsa game at 3 o'clock? Money. Why did Missouri and Vanderbilt play at 3 o'clock last week? Money. Who plays at 3 this week? Missouri and South Carolina. South Carolina don't want to play that game at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, it is four for them, yeah. But it's money. Yeah. I mean, you think Penn State really wants the Ohio State game to be at 11 a.m.? It's noon there? The answer is no, of course not. Auburn doesn't want to play Arkansas at 11 a.m., but those are TV slots that the TV people pay a lot of money for, and the colleges cash those checks. So it is what it is. So if you move up the games to week zero, yeah, you're going to play a whole lot of games in conditions that are completely unfavorable to the players and the spectators. So what happens? Do they move it up, or do they just compete with the NFL? I think they compete with the NFL. I mean, understanding that both sides don't. Hey, here's the thing: like I understand the NFL's king, and I get that they're not going to care what anybody else is doing to an extent. However, at the same time, college football comes out and says our quarterfinals are at this time, this time, and this time. Those are big enough games. It would be stupid of the NFL to go, no, I'm going to go just head-to-head for the hell of it. Like, the, the, that, those would be... The quarterfinals. The quarterfinals, that would still be the NFL regular season. The NFL might acquiesce. They might. They might go, okay, you know what? You play your games on Saturday. We'll move our Saturday games to Sunday. We've been playing on Sunday forever. We'll give you that one. Cool. Could be. But we're talking about four games. You're filling all day. I mean, the NFL plays at any point on Saturday, and it is a head-to-head competition. Yes. Yeah. And the NFL might go, hey, we want that Saturday night. That Saturday night's proven to be profitable for us. Better put a good game there. (laughs) Because that's the thing. They have – the NFL just kind of sits around and every once in a while takes their shirt off because – Yeah, it can. Because their chest is chiseled. 
and their arms are like perfect. Well, because that's what happened with the NBA. Is that at some point in one of these conference rooms, somebody from the NFL goes, "So why are we giving them Christmas Day?" That's exactly what happened. I mean, I'm just curious. We've been really nice, but why? Yeah, it's like okay, when Christmas falls on Tuesday, we're going to let them have it because yeah. we don't want to play on Tuesday. But when it's a Saturday or Sunday, or a Monday, yeah. why? Why are we? Why are we nice to them? I mean. I get LeBron's a big deal, but he's not—he's not as big a deal as the Panthers. It's the Panthers. <laughs> it's only funny because it's true. We're supposed to stop because of Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not as big a deal as Bailey Zappi. Yeah. Maybe literally. Literally, let's just yeah. play. Well, seventy-five of the top one hundreds NFL. 75. I mean, anybody wants to question who's king? Because here's the deal. 75 is not all primetime games. No. It's just That's just random noon games. Noon game on a Sunday. Tampa versus Green Bay or something. Yeah. I mean, Chiefs-Bills the other day. That will be one of the top 100 games of oh, the year. Oh, sure. Of course. And it was a 325 kick on a Sunday. Yeah. 425 out there. Yeah. No, it's 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 the... Uh, yeah, the college numbers are good. I mean, the co- college goes, hey, we're losing some numbers, but the numbers are fine, but let's not. I mean, you're pulling from the same pool. The people who watch the Panthers-Jaguars on that Sunday night are going to be watching Ohio State and Clemson. I mean, yeah. so you're just being stupid. And the NFL might do it. They might go, hey, you know what, go for it. But they, 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 but if someone said to me that well, the NFL looked at it and went, no, we'd still, we'd still win. Yeah. We might only do one instead of three, but okay. Might be where NBC goes. Hey, we didn't. We kind of got screwed in these negotiations. Those games are going to be on Fox and and ESPN all day. Here's an NFL game. I mean, why are we not doing the Steelers Bills game on Saturday night like like, like we planned? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why am I giving Fox these numbers? Yeah, we're gonna get. I'm gonna get nine million viewers or whatever. That sounds like a better deal to me. Yeah. Or I can show reruns of some TV show. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I don't know. I think all these things just work themselves out. But it's interesting when the Greg Sankeys of the world, what was the quote? Uh, Independent entities make independent decisions. Oh. Well. He's right. He acknowledges it. One of the smartest people I've ever talked to. He he gets it. When the NFL has no real incentive to negotiate any any further. Because the Why? NFL's answer is, look, if we could do 61 over again, we'd play on every Saturday. Mm-hmm. We'd own this thing. Yeah, they wouldn't give in on that You'd day. You'd be no. in the minor leagues. Yeah. Play your games on Friday for all I care. No, yeah. we'd take Saturday too. Because if, if the NFL could redo it, they'd, oh, shit, let's play a prime game at noon on Saturday, 325 on Saturday, Saturday, like they do on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. They would say to college football. There would at least be three games on every Saturday. They'd say to college football, we technically own Thanksgiving and you guys play other games. Like, why, why are Ole Miss and Mississippi State playing on Thursday night when they could play on Friday night? Well, that's true. You came into our window. I mean, that's our window. I mean, we're going to squash you like a little bug and laugh at you, but why are you even doing it? So why should we acquiesce for you? Yeah. Which is another reason that this Egg Bowl should be played on Friday. Yeah. Like Iowa and Nebraska play on Friday. You've come to expect it. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Six different flavors to go right there to your door. They'll be shipped to you quickly. Throw them in the freezer and you're ready to eat. It's less than 10 minutes from freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. It's great for nights where you have a lot of activities. Kids are busy. Make dinner easy with Prime Shrimp. Again, that's PrimeShrimp.com. They also have their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. It's a lot like what's at the grocery store, except a higher-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based brand. $20 off your first order with code MPW. You can get tons of different flavors, including their lemon cracked pepper, their newest, their signature blend, which is maybe their most versatile, and many other specialty options as well. So, again, that's primeshrimp.com. ACS is owned by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff, a ULA, uh, UL508A panel shop, and so much more. To learn more, go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. Brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry, Lamons 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. has been serving the Oxford area for about 75 years, engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Check them out at lamonsfinejewelry.com or I'll call them at 662-234-2777. We'll be taping A Mind on My Money tomorrow. That's brought to you by Pinnacle. 
Pinnacle based in Madison, Mississippi, clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated is the guy to go to if you want the extra attention needed to make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to uh, give you options you won't find on your own. And no, you don't have to live in Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. Also brought to you by OPA. Uh, Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio. All of that at 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. And I've got a mailbag up at rebelgrove.com. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, residential, family homes. 662-567-2573-662-842-3844. Podcast is brought to you by Style Assembly, just located just off the square in Oxford next to Blind Pig. They can help you ladies or the ladies in your life with their fall needs, no matter the budget, size, or occasion. Style Assembly is here to assemble your style. They pride themselves on customer service and effortlessly dressing to celebrate the rubs after wins or just weekends in the fall when you were in town. They're offering a big incentive to subscribers and podcast listeners only now through the end of November. You can enter to win a $250 gift card to shop at Style Assembly. It's pretty easy. All you have to do is go in the store, ask for uh, Kate, the owner, or talk to one of the sales associates and say, hey, I can check out Style Assembly and what they have to offer. There's no purchase necessary. They just want to help you if you're uh, in the market for whatever or get to know you for future styling or gifting needs. And men, don't be intimidated to come in and win the gift card either. It's a great Christmas gift or special occasion. They have a large selection of gooder sunglasses and much more. So that's shopstyleassembly.com. Go there and see all their different message, sorry, social media links and other ways to get in touch with them. So again, shopstyleassembly.com. Do you think, um, think Aaron Judge is done in New York? You think he resigns? I think he ends up resigning, but but there's something there. Jeff Passan with a really big story on that today. I thought, what did Passan write? It's just writing about how you know he turned down the extension last year, then he hit 61 home runs, and that there's he bet on there's himself. Talk that hey, that another postseason loss. There's just there's there. there. Well, there's a, he writes it as kind of hey, just kind of some murmurs, but I didn't. The context of that to me didn't come off as just some murmurs. There are some strong San Francisco Giants rumors associated with Aaron Judge. I don't know what that connection really? is. Yes. Yeah, those are those are there. They've got the money. They could do it. There's a lot of talk about the Giants with him in baseball circles. Passan mentioned any teams? It's more of not that I've seen. I haven't read the whole story, but it's more of just talking about his impact in New York and what it would mean for that franchise to not be able to re-sign him. Yeah. CZ Sabathia calls him, um, I did hear, says he's the planet, said Sabathia, mentor and former Yankees teammate, around which everything orbits. And this offseason, he will choose where he plays next. For someone as disciplined as Judge, someone who says the same prayer of thankfulness and grace every time he goes to right field to start a game, who who venerate stability and sameness, this winter and the manifold unknowns it holds will tilt that planet off axis more than anything at this point in his career. Um, it's well, not getting a little flowery there, but... CC's kind of deep. 
<laughs> yeah, just I, I I don't know, just a little bit of I, I saw the story and it had a really high spot on the on the MLB page on ESPN, and I went, hmm, that's it's an interesting thing for the day before, two days before the World Series starts. That was all. I don't know. Just Triple Mass says that he's from the Bay Area. He went five for 36 in seven postseason games, including one for 16 in the sweep to Houston. Well, you know he was tired. The, 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 it drained him. That chase for 61 clearly drained him. He's 30 years old. That's the thing. He's going to want that eight- to ten-year deal at the beginning of the deal, it'll be good. The end of that deal could potentially just be nightmarishly bad. And teams that have been burned on that, the Cubs and Jason Hayward say hello, will tell you that, uh, don't know that I want to go there with the 30-year-old. I mean, look, there's a lot of talk about teams and qualifying offers this year. The qualifying offer is going to be, I think, $18.1 million. A lot of teams are afraid to make the qualifying offer for fear that the veteran player will take it because the metrics in the game have gotten to the point where if you're 30-something, you can't get a, you can't get a long-term deal. He turned down seven for 213 or 213.5 for seven during spring training. Oh, smart. Um, said on that April day, Yankees general manager Brian Cashman went public with details of the offer, peeving Judge Rizzo, with whom he's grown, grown close to in a short time, inquired about it soon thereafter. Judge's response still sticks with him today. "Quote: You don't think I'm worth more?" Question mark. So, and that yeah. was before '61. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he made a run at the double triple crown. He did. Look, this is uh, this is going to be a really interesting. And again, we don't talk about it because it's not football, frankly. Um, and now you see just how big of a problem baseball faces. You're talking about a Yankee, but. This is potentially an offseason where you have Aaron Judge, Shohei Otani. It's potentially a seismic shift in the landscape. Who am I leaving out? Justin Verlander's a free agent. I mean, he's 40, but. Yeah, what are you doing with that? Carlos Correa's opted out. He's going to be a free agent. Trey Turner. As of this moment, Dansby Swanson. There's a bunch of guys that are going to be on the market. For baseball, it's potentially potentially big news. For some of these teams that are trying to get uh, their fan bases back, they need to go make a splash. Interesting. Like like the, the Cubs haven't had their convention in two or three years because of all the COVID stuff. They're having it this year. Yeah, I saw Ian Happ talking about it. And, um, you know, people like me who used to go, am I going? I don't know. Would I be more inclined to go if suddenly Carlos Correa was? Yeah, probably. Oh, well, no. Sure. Yes. Give me something the to be excited. The answer is yes. Give me something to be excited about. It always fascinates me, just because of the business we're in, what stories ESPN puts behind their plus wall. And that huge feature story was put behind their plus wall. Yeah. I thought that was fascinating because it's a it's try a two thousand word story. It's a really long Yankee story. Fans. Yeah, because mm-hmm. most of it's free. But I did. I just happened to notice. Did happen to notice that Clay Thompson ejected for the first time in his career last night. Yeah, he Warriors got, got popped one thirty four one hundred five in Phoenix. Devin Booker talks a lot of trash, and Clay Thompson and took got, all of the bait. Yeah, had a bad day. 
Phoenix came back and beat Dallas on opening night, didn't they? I think yeah, so. They ended yeah. up coming back. When yeah. They were down like 30 at the half or something and came back and won. They're good. Phoenix? Yeah, Devin Booker's a stud. He's fun. Thunder won last night and Carson was yelling at him. Already mad they're winning games? Well, I said, but they're going to win a few games. Like What's their they, record? They're one and three. Oh, so it was their first win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not going to lose every game. The Clippers didn't play anybody. The Clippers were like. They gave one away. It must have been a scheduling loss for them. They must have played. I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't been Why able. Why would you do that in the first week of the season? Just resting guys. But neither, Paul George didn't play. Kawhi Leonard didn't play. It's like Reggie Jackson and. That's a weird dynamic, though. When Nicholas if you, you think you're going to be really good and you are worried about seeding. Sure. To give too many of those away. Well, I guess you're more concerned about your long-term health. Yeah, sure. A little older team in some ways. Yeah, they're older. Yeah, I get it. Just Carson said, we're going to be too good to tank. Okay, you're good. Easy, fellow. They're going to bench, bench some people before it's over. Just chill out. What's the goal? 25? Oh, I mean, I think ideally you don't win any more than 25 games. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought. They've done a pretty good job with development, though. And like Trey Mann, the former Florida player, went off yesterday. They've they've done a good job. Oh, really? Don't know that I knew he was even. Uh, the Cardinals bench coach was hired as the new manager of the Marlins. Skip Schumacher. That is correct. Yeah, he's incredibly highly thought of in baseball circles. Played eleven years in the majors before retiring in twenty sixteen. Yeah, rose quickly. Now winning in Miami is a yeah. task. He's about 41, 42 years old. He's 42. 42. That is uh that is correct. He is he is 42. You still thinking 6 for the Astros? That's what I'll go with. Uh Joseph says who's the number 1 pick next year? It's Victor Wembanyama. He will be the first pick. Uh Scoot Henderson will be the second pick. Who is he's, that? He's with the uh, NBA uh Ignite Ignite. Okay. He's a guard uh he's an elite elite guard he will be the face of an nba franchise for 10 years when Benyama is a six foot five kid from seven foot five kid from france who can shoot the three ball can handle it like a small forward you will hear a lot about victor Wimbanyama. the the uh the nba draft lottery this year when it rolls around in june will be franchises will hang in the balance Unlike this past season, it was like, ah, you know, the Sponcaro and it's Jabari Smith. He's expected to be the good, best since. The most impactful player? Sure, whatever. Potentially since LeBron. Really? Yeah. Is it real? I mean, if he can stay healthy, yeah, it's real. There's nothing he can't do on a basketball court, and he's 7'5". Those guys don't – those are unicorns. You don't see this a ton. He gets protected because of the way he's won over the years. Um, Steve Buckley, who covers the Patriots, went after Belichick for the way he handled the quarterback situation with Zappi and Mac Jones and essentially creating chaos inside his own locker room. It's more than Sunday. fair. I mean, you don't see that much. And it's, it's a, I mean, for a story this professional, it's about as pointed as you, you would see one get. It's, 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 it's more than fair. I mean, you have to question what, they, what they've been doing there. You you can't play with that position in the NFL that's been proven. You've got to have you've got to have stability there. You have to have order there. And 
they've not had it. Points out that Belichick almost is talking too much about trying to explain what happens. It says that New England didn't do much to stop the Bears. That doesn't change the fact that Belichick did an astonishingly, astonishingly bad job of handling the entire situation. For a guy who won't tell you how he takes his coffee to be dropping all this breadcrumbs about using both quarterbacks and then to confirm to ESPN he planned to use them both was bad enough. Then Yankee Jones following the interception came across as ham-handed and unnecessary. Um, it goes into more and more and more there. So. Yeah, you're just screwing with the quarterback that you made your first-round pick. You've heard Kiffin talk about that. He hates taking a quarterback out after an interception. Yeah, he says the, it often. the mental part of it. It's a really hard position. You're going to make mistakes. If your organization doesn't have your back, if you're Mac Jones, what message got sent? They don't want me here. Says here, um, ask after the game if Jones' health played into the plan to use two quarterbacks. The coach said, yeah, that was a factor, yes. When asked if taking him out was a medical decision, he said no. Was the decision related to the interception? No, he said. I told the quarterbacks they were going to play both of them. That's what we did. What they did, that is, what Belichick did, was subject Jones to some serious jailhouse rock by Pats fans when he pulled him after the interception. It made Jones look bad to say nothing of inviting a chorus of postgame questions about who will be lining up behind center against the Jets Sunday in New Jersey. Belichick, we just finished the game. Jones, I guess when Sunday comes, we'll know. Yeah. We talk about guys losing a little fastball. Belichick doesn't have Brady anymore. I mean, no, it kind of feels like it's, it's over. It feels like it's a different, a different deal completely. It's just kind of funny as guys get older like that. You just, it's not an old man's game. Belichick's had an incredible career, sure. and I'm not going to be the guy that goes, "Oh, the only reason they did it was Brady." No, that's, great for that's, two decades. That's absurd. That's just unfair. He's a first ballot Hall of Fame guy, but. They've managed rosters as well as anybody in the in the league. Incredibly well. Made decisions that weren't popular at the time that turned out to be great. Rejuvenated careers that appeared to be dead. But this feels like it's over. There certainly is a better organization in the AFC East at this point. Maybe two. Ooh. Maybe three. They're in trouble. Hmm. Every all good things come to an end. The league is built for this. It's literally designed to do this. Yeah. Rotate around. And the Bills are dominant right now. If you were to pick a Super Bowl favorite, the Bills would be one of two that you would go with. Uh, the Dolphins have a pretty strong base. The Jets are doing well. Feels like it's over. I've watched New England play two or three times this year. They're, they're, there's nothing dominant about them. Nothing. I've Speaking of old guys, you wanted to talk about Kirk Ferentz? Yeah, and I actually had another thing here. Okay. Um, and I didn't – I guess he commented. I was reading this guy that Ole Miss had kicked around on. Mickey Joseph slipped up in his role in Nebraska's interim head coach on Tuesday when he responded to a reporter's comment and question about a standout high school player who pledged to sign with the Cornhuskers. Malachi Coleman, four-star wide receiver from Lincoln, held an event Saturday to announce he had chosen Nebraska over five other schools. 
Um, the first day you can sign it as a letter of intent is December 21st. And so rules prohibit coaches from commenting, blah, 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 blah. A reporter at the Huskers Weekly News Conference interrupted as Joseph was answering another question. You got Malachi Coleman this weekend, the reporter said. I wasn't finished answering that question, Joseph said. The reporter apologized, and Joseph said, I'm just joking, you're so uptight, but no right, we got Malachi. Asked if he had spoken to Coleman since the announcement, Joseph said, well, we had six, well, he said six months ago he wasn't coming, so you put the pieces together. Um, Joseph was named, smirked, comment, blah, 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 blah. That's where I hate the NCAA. Like, are we really going to send them a secondary violation because they said the guy's name? Yes. Like, I know the answer is yes, but. Should they know? Okay. Are they? Yes. In 2022, with all the other stuff we're messing with, hey, you got to commit and you can't say his name. Yep. Because I'll be honest, I don't even really understand what the rule is guarding against anymore. A high-profile commit right there in your hometown. But, frankly, you're getting... He, here's Joseph's issue, is that he's got to be super careful here because guys like Coleman are the, are the only reason that he might get the job. Well, 100%. And that's what he was doing, is he was stumping, saying, hey, I'm the reason I got this cat. That was the point there. Yeah. Oh, he's right. Well, it may have been worth it. I mean, it's not like they're getting on probation because he said Malachi Coleman's name. Clint Cosgrove was – I was talking to Clint over the weekend, obviously, with all the Marvin Burke's drama. Yeah. And um, Clint was actually at Malachi's house on Friday working on a big story about him. It's a fascinating story. The, the kid's background is just – Unbelievable what he's overcome. Really? Yes. Unbelievable what he has overcome. So, you mentioned it, and I don't have the exact video. I I watched it last night because Andy Staples was talking about it. But, Kirk Ferentz, you mentioned this for Belichick, it feels very similar here yeah. with with, with Ferens, head coach at Iowa, obviously. Um, they've lost. He pointed out in his press conference they've lost at least two and sometimes three games in a row the last four years. Um, they're in one of those stills here. He's got all that stuff going on with his kid who is horrific as an offensive coordinator. And that's a big deal. It's 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 it's, it's a it's a defining deal. characteristic of his late tenure is yes. what is what it is, and it's. To the point they had to go around nepotism laws to hire him. They did this weird ham-handed deal where the AD handles the OC and he doesn't directly report and all this crap to get him hired on a, on a logistical level. And then it just shows the strain. I mean, Ferens points out, and you can do this in a way that is not a problem, but he went on and on about complimenting his players on how they handled the media on Saturday because the media was mean, essentially, after the game and the loss. Um Ohio State, so they played Saturday. Yeah, it was very close. Almost pulled it off. Almost pulled it off. Ohio State covered the over-under by themselves. Yeah, and, then, we were, and then he takes the shot. kind of felt like we were getting some momentum in the fourth quarter. And, we ran out of time. And then he takes the shot. It dawned on me coming home, as bad as today was, I could have been that guy and had his job. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. Okay, a couple different things. You make millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And where Kirk has gone into the problem now is nothing's ever his fault. It's just people being mean to my players, and they're trying really hard. And that's all that really matters, is we're really trying hard. And when you get to that point, especially in the Big Ten of the SEC, you're done. You're done. It is completely and utterly over at that point. 
if I'm the people at Iowa, and I know what Ferentz means to them, and I know all that he's given and he's donated to the Children's Hospital and all of those things, I'm seeing if I can't find a way to have him retire. Staples, who typically doesn't stir it up with coaches too often, so it tells you a lot about Kirk's situation also in Iowa City because sure. Andy is typically happy-go-lucky with most coaches. But Andy's connected. And he says, it's cool, Kirk. I'm glad I don't have the jobs of the people who tell me to stop eating Taco Bell on my podcast, but that doesn't mean some of them don't have a point. Everybody feel free to insert any points joke you would like here. Um, he says, I think the lesson here, as always, is that being paid millions and not being held account- accountable for anything is absolutely amazing work if you can get it. Sure. He's been there for how long, Kirk Ferentz? 20-some-odd 20 20 years? 20-something years. I mean, it's time, right? I mean, you've got to – what at least they think is a ready-made replacement, probably at the peak of his career right now. You can go get him, perhaps. Maybe. The question would be, would Mark Stoops leave Kentucky for Iowa? Right. But if not, it is an attractive Big Ten job. People have had success at Iowa over the years. It's conceivable that you would be able to go out and get another coach who would have success at Iowa. But it feels like that's over. Convincing him that it's over going to be difficult. And a guy that you've given, as you should have in times, complete capital and ownership of a program to be a very consistent head coach. They don't ever suck. No, until now. Yeah. And now they suck. And he would argue, well, this is a one-off. And I would argue in retaliation, you hired your son. And he's the worst And part. refused to do anything about it. And it's awful. And I get that it's awkward for you here at the holidays. But sure. We're a multi-million dollar organization at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So. We're, unwilling, we're unwilling to suck like this. Yeah, I just saw it last night and went, ooh, that's not good. Not good at all. Start taking the shots at the reporter making 38 grand when you're doing whatever you're doing. And, man. What thirty eight grand? Uh, I just think I stopped you for a second there. Yeah, um, I mean, been there, done that. Let me say eighteen, twelve. What was the first one? My first job offer in the media was uh, eleven seven. Eleven. Yep. Eleven seven. Gross. Yeah, I, I, I turned it down. I was making more. <laughs> no, I mean, but that was before taxes. Yeah, yeah gross. Like yeah, yeah. I guess gross too, but that was not I, my. I mean, I, I assume I would have grossed it all, but yeah, yeah, yeah. eleven seven. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark. Any SPRC service people across rural communities. Two packages: the Ignite, the one hundred Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. That's AnySpark.com. dot com six six two two three eight three one five nine phone service. Pro controls, network security, and more. So give them a call. I see there's a thread on the message board today about it. Somebody switching over to Spark from Max South. So again, 662-238-3159. Who was the coach at Iowa before? It was Hayden Fry, right? That is correct. Yeah. And he won. Oh, yeah. He was successful. Yeah. Uh, we'll have picks up tomorrow. Brought to you by service specialist staffing and uh, recruiting agency connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they've got opportunities across the board. If your company's looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. Service specialist ltd.com or call 662-832-5138. 
Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself every day. Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. It's CorinthDental.com. There's 12 months, no uh, interest down payment, no payment, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate, based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state and all commercial asset classes, such as industrial, retail, office, medical, and land. It's B.B. Mitchell with Pinpoint. He provides a plethora of commercial real estate services. His core focus is sourcing investment properties for his clients. Uh, for all your commercial real estate needs, call B.B. 601-934-5008. If you're looking to diversify, you're looking to leave the corporate rat race, gain control of your income and schedule, get in touch with my guy, Andy Ledecky at myperfectfranchise.net. He has got tons of franchise and business ownership experience to lean on. You can take advantage of it as well. Just email him, Andy at myperfectfranchise.net. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings from beginners to uh, advanced. Also a great venue for events and more. Just get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Podcast is brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Go to the website and order whatever you would like. They have tons of different options there to shop directly online. Don't have to call. Also, uh, whether it be tailgating, Alabama coming up before long, get those orders in. You can feed 10, 20, or 40, depending on the needs there for the Grove or wherever you're tailgating on campus. And they've opened up their Thanksgiving pre-orders to get those in for uh, Thanksgiving, November uh, 22nd or 23rd will be pickup. So plenty of time, but still, we'll go ahead and get it out of the way. Everything from artisanal charcuterie trays to their harvest salad, their dessert tray, which is a mixture of hand pies, shortbread cookies, cannolis, pumpkin cheesecake dip, fruit, candy oranges, and more, the buttermilk pie, and their signature cheesecake recipe that is the pumpkin cheesecake. So uh, that's a maple pumpkin pie filling on that one. So all those options and plenty more. That's Johnson Hill Creamery right there off Molly Bar in Oxford on White Oak Lane, 662-419-9201. Yeah, Iowa has had two football coaches since 1978. Hayden Fry and then Kirk Ferentz. Bob Cummings was a coach from 74 to 78, and since then it has only been Hayden Fry and Kirk Ferentz. That's hell of stability. It's a lot of stability. It's hell on a rival site, too. Um, True. But <laughs> never, getting that, never getting that push. No chaos. <laughs> Because if I'm running that site right now, we are all in on the chaos. Oh, you're kid chaos today. It's, yes. it's, 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 you're going to be so pissed when they fire Ferens or he retires and they hire the next guy in like eight hours. And you go, oh my God. Yeah, no, like, no, no. Give me a I week. need a week. I need a week. Yeah. I, I need a day where I got to put Danny Holgerson's picture up front. Okay. Like, we're going to do some stuff here. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Like, uh, yeah, Hayden Fry, Big Ten Coach of the Year in 81, 90, and 91, and then Ferens, 2002, 2004, 2009, 2015. AP National Coach of the Year, 2002. What did Iowa do in 2002? I mean, obviously won a lot of football games. Hell yeah. That's what we do. We win. You're not aware? They went 11-1. and one. Yeah, we were awesome that year. They lost a ball game, 11-2 and two overall. First class, all the way. First class. 
they went 8-0 in the Big Ten. The one loss came to rival Iowa State. Oh, so they lost the Sawhawk Trophy in the year they went 11-0 otherwise. Still, still getting over that one. Lost 38-17 to USC in the Orange Bowl. Oh, eh. they cheated. cheated. Everybody knows that. Well, they were cheating. It was Reggie Bush and all those guys cheating. I guess it was the first year of Bush. Yeah. Bought his family a house. We didn't buy houses for families in Iowa City. Probably didn't. Did Just you? got good young men. Ohio State went 14-0, 8-0. So there was no... No championship. No championship game. game. Co-champs. Yeah. Didn't play in no championship game. Hey. That was the Ohio State team that won the national title that beat Miami on the controversial pass interference there like the last play of the game. Right, oh, they got yeah. another opportunity maybe, and maybe beat Miami because so. it was the year after Miami had like the best team ever. Yeah, with all the dudes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? I'm just laughing. Brad Banks, the quarterback for that Iowa team. Oh yeah, legend. Legend. Well, he is. <laughs> hey, in Iowa City, he is a legend. He is now. There is a. Uh, I'm going to make the Iowa trip. It might be this summer. We're going to Iowa. You think so? I've convinced Carson, hey, just take a couple visits for me. We're going to go to Iowa. You want to go to Iowa? <laughs> I do. I want to go visit Iowa. How do you get there? Are you driving it or are you oh, flying? Yeah, we'll drive. Really? Yeah. I wonder how far it is from Chicago. Might make like a circuitous trip. Hey, Siri, how far is it from Iowa City to Chicago? She's not answering you. 222 miles. There you go. Yeah. Maybe do that deal where we swing through, go through Champaign, take a trip to Illinois, Okay, go to Chicago for a couple of days, then go to Iowa City. I don't like their chances of getting here, and I had it up earlier, and now I don't see the the graphic. Oh, no, here it is. Uh, look, again, this has no chance because Northwestern would have to win football games. But we are this late in the season, and there's a chance for the Big Ten West – to have a seven-team tie. Oh, that'd be awesome. All seven. Where Northwestern wins the Big Ten West. Yeah. Again, not possible. Not not possible, but... Technically possible, but not... It not, would take them going one and eight to start the season and then rattling off three in a row, go four and eight, and they would win the Big Ten West in a seven-team tiebreaker. How awesome would that be? Yeah. I think they're losing this weekend, so that'll be that. Well, no, they can lose this weekend. No, I guess they... Do they play? Iowa. You know, they, they have to lose that. So, Northwestern's schedule the rest of the way would be losing to Iowa, losing to Ohio State, but then they would have to beat three in a row, Minnesota, Purdue, and Illinois. Well, they're not doing they that. They can't do that. No, in fact, they'll lose all three of those games. But there's a path. Oh, they're the girls. What did we say that got them interested? Oh, they come back today? Yeah, they just got back. Yeah. I didn't think we did anything today. I didn't think we said anything that was all that provocative. Mm-mm. Sometimes they might just like us, pop up. They're just here. I think they do like us. Do you? Yeah. You think it's me or you that they like so much? It's probably you, right? Because you got all the hair. They might. I mean, it might be, somebody in the str- might be somebody in the stream. That's what they're seeing. You know, they're seeing some. Might have read your book. Might have read the book. And they're like, hey. Yeah. That's typically what He's gets a storyteller. That's typically what gets it done. Let He's me tell a you. Story that is that is typically the number one thing <laughs> that will that will get that done. 
Georgia had a uh, fairly significant injury. Um, Dan Jackson facing season-ending foot surgery. Their really? safety. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tied for sixth on the team in tackles. Not available for the game in Florida. And they don't know when or if he will have surgery. But it's possible he is out for the rest of at least the regular season. It's possible they heard about me killing the snake. That's it. That Spencer points that out. Like how brave he must. I, be. I need a picture of the snake. It was like twelve feet long. Man. It's yeah, huge. it's massive. Because I still think whatever you did was different than it would have been had it been a full size copperhead. Well, yes. Because it wouldn't have been a shoe at that point. I, look what happens to the house in that in that scenario. Again, where? Nothing. Just nothing. I'm not going to say anything to potentially torment you about a reptile. I saw there's two message board threads already asking you to comment on the Indonesian issue with a snake, but that's over in Indonesia, so they can... Yeah, I mean, that's why you don't go there. <laughs> that's not a vacation spot you're no. taking. It's about going to Iowa City, not Indonesia. Ate the person whole. Apparently, yes. It was a 22-foot snake, right? Did I say that right? Or is that crazy? That's crazy. No. I mean, it was big enough to eat a human being whole. Yeah. Is that not the most scary There's thing? Some in the places world? you just don't live. Yeah. If in, that's an option. Yeah. I mean that's what, it. What do you learn from that, Neil? I'm never going to Indonesia. Ever. You have no interest in some Amazon rainforest trip. Oh God, no. Trip. No. 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 I mean, as Jeffrey always said, yes, those we still have monsters. They just have names now. Yeah. It's those things. No, They're I, in the Yeah, I, no, I I the dog sized spider we used to look up all the time. It's like the people that go out and dive into the ocean out deep looking for sharks. Why mm-hmm. are you looking for sharks? You know they're there. You don't that's what do you need to know? If I want to see a shark, I'll just go to an aquarium. I don't get too close to the glass. Now you get startled if they turn and start kind of pepping the glass Absolutely. a little bit. I don't when I go to the zoo, I don't go to the reptile area. I know what's in there. I don't need to see it. I'm good. Oh, did you see that about the dirtiest man? I did see that. Had not bathed in 60 years? What? How does one not bathe? They are doing a causation on the fact that he took his first bath and then died a couple months later. I'm thinking he was just 94 and died. I'm 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 refusing to put the causation on the fact that he finally showered as the the reason for his death. Yeah, he was 94. Yeah, I mean what made him all of a sudden go, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and bathe now? I don't know. And I saw where the new record is somebody who's been hadn't bathed in like, I don't know, 50-something. Like the living, the active record, if you will. That sounds... Using sports parlance. Absolutely miserable. Because uh, uh, I'm one of those people that if... Oh, I'll take three showers in a day. Absolutely. Yeah. A, a water bill just is what it is. Yeah. That, that's a necessary... I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like six out of seven Yeah, nights. he ate roadkill and lived in like a shanty. But why? He he gave a reason. I read a quick story on this. He gave a reason for why he never bathed. He did these things called fire baths. He essentially built fires and stood really, really close to it and said that killed toxins. Yeah, but he smelled like smoke then. Well, yeah, 100%. I sleep better clean. Yeah. I'm, Don't you? I mean, yes, typically clean sheets, clean body. That's, yeah, that's that's a, that's, a, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Stop. I, I don't want. I don't I mean, want yeah. thoughts and details yeah, of where no, this I mean, could go. Yeah. No. Oh, 
Okay. All right, on that note, it's time to stop. We talked about Kirk Ferentz and the dirtiest man alive who died at 94. Uh, plenty of stuff, rebelgrove.com. More coming as the day goes on. We've got, um, I guess today's a little lighter show day. A lot of stuff tomorrow. We'll have a pre-recorded Henry's guys tomorrow night. Just heads up again on that. And then a uh, a retro version of the post-game show on Saturday night after Ole Miss and Texas A&M meet in College Station. So, uh Appreciate the stream. A lot of you guys, a lot of activity today and wherever you're listening. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.